This is fan fiction only. The Apologue of Deverin Fox by Trevor Jaro Chambers, TDE 116. The story as follows is an account of the life of Deverin Fox, who is known to very few by that name. He is more widely known by another name, a name which inspires fear and terror. But that is for later. The early life and childhood of Deverin is of little note. He was born to Claydef and Marine Fox and had a younger brother named Kibiri. The Foxes lived on the planet Magneta, located far outside of the known galaxy. Claydef was a war hero and a military advisor to Her Majesty of Julef, while Marine was a stay-at-home mother obsessed with collecting rare jewelry. Kibiri was born with a rare nerve disorder, preventing him from feeling any pain as well as making his bones incredibly dense and giving him almost super strength. But Kibiri's tale is one to be told some other time. Devran put all of his effort into his various hobbies and jobs. The thing he loved to do most was work on spacecraft. It didn't matter what type or how fast. If it had an engine and it flew, he could fix it. Devran was quite adept at working with his hands, and he could repair nearly anything put in front of him. He gained the attention of a veteran Alliance Navy pilot while he was doing some repairs on his ship, and the pilot took Devran under his wing and taught him to fly. Devran showed such skill that he was recruited into the Alliance Navy, quickly advancing through the ranks. Devran quickly became recognized as the best pilot in the Magneton Alliance Navy. Royal Blood and Lost Guardian On a cool, calm autumn night, Devran was taking a walk through the palace grounds, as he did on occasion. Being that his father was the Queen's military advisor, Devran was well known around the palace. He began to walk along a small, burbling creek, enjoying the soothing sound. He sat on a large, flat rock, next to a large tree growing out of the creek bed. Out of nowhere, a speeder sped by nearly hitting the tree and causing Devran to dive to the ground to avoid being hit. He watched the speeder slow down and then descend into the nearby courtyard leading to the main palace doors. His father then exited the vehicle and began running towards the doors and disappeared inside. Devran then ran in the direction his father went, knowing that something very wrong was happening. He entered the palace and ran through hallways, rooms, up several steps of stairs, and through more hallways trying to keep up with the sound of running footsteps. He heard someone scream. No! He thought it sounded like his brother, Kibiri. A blaster shot rang into his ears, and he slowed down, aware that he did not have his blaster with him. As he approached an open door, he heard another blaster shot, and then heard his father say, You, sir, just made a very big mistake. Devran peeked around the door and noticed a dark figure approach his father from behind and shot him through the back. Claydef dropped to the ground and the dark figure stepped over him, speaking to someone Devran couldn't see. He froze, standing there, not believing the situation was real. It was a dream. It had to be. Devran then approached his father very slowly and noticed the large gaping wound in the front of Claydef's chest. Claydef looked his son in the eye and tried to speak, but was unable. All life then left his eyes. Devran looked down and saw that Claydef had placed a large vibroblade into his hands, and he stood up. 
Looking in the direction the voices were coming from, he saw Kibiri strike the figure multiple times, then lift him off of his feet by the neck. Kibiri said, You killed the queen. You killed my father. Now it's you. Devran launched at the figure and stabbed him through the back. The man screamed, and blood ran rivulets from his mouth, and then fell to the ground. It was Valix, the princess husband. The Fox brothers were awarded the highest award for bravery by the Alliance Navy, the Golden Wings of Magneta. The queen's daughter, Samantha, safe yet heartbroken by the loss of her mother and the betrayal of her husband, reluctantly took the throne, as her father had died years before. Kibiri and Devran laid their father to rest where he always wanted to be buried, at the base of the mountains outside Julif. The Battle of Magneta To call this event a battle can really be a bit misleading. The Battle of Magneta was a slaughter. The attack came from out of nowhere, literally, and struck as quick and brutally as a bolt of lightning. But the Magnetans had not a single clue of who the attackers were. In the early morning hours in the capital city of Julif, the early warning detection system of the Alliance Navy detected an anomaly. A ship was emerging from hyperspace dangerously close to the planet. But what they saw was not a ship they recognized. In fact, it didn't look like a ship at all. It looked like a large asteroid, over a hundred kilometers wide, with many tendrils protruding from the main body, arrayed in a spiral pattern resembling a galaxy. The Navy immediately scrambled several fighter squadrons to investigate the object. For nearly an hour, the object stayed motionless. The fighter crews remained confused. An asteroid appeared out of nowhere with no warning and was maintaining a fixed position just outside the atmosphere of the planet. Nothing like that had ever been seen before. A survey ship was then launched to land on the asteroid with a complement of fighter escorts. Devran piloted one of the escorts. The survey ship orbited the asteroid several times with no unusual readings. It was just a hunk of rock, according to the equipment. The ship then descended to the surface of the asteroid in an effort to take physical samples of the object. As the ship neared the surface, it began to detect readings of extreme heat from several sources nearby. The equipment didn't have time to detect anything else. All of a sudden, the asteroid seemed to erupt. Molten magma began to erupt from dozens of large openings on the surface, all of which was aimed directly at the Navy ships. Instantly, the survey ship exploded in a massive fireball, along with one of the escorts and nearly half of the fighters. Devran took evasive action and managed to evade the molten projectiles, and he noticed dozens of fighter-sized chunks of the asteroid emerging from a large crevice at an incredible speed. The chunks then arranged themselves into formation and began turning toward him and the remaining fighters. Those weren't rocks, they were moving of their own accord. The rock ships then began spewing molten magma as well, directed straight at the Navy ships. They were fighters. Devran formed up with one of the Navy squadrons and began to attack the invaders, but they were no match. The rock fighters quickly outnumbered the Alliance Navy ships and were continuing to emerge from the bowels of the asteroid, along with ships much larger than the smaller fighters. Thousands of ships were emerging, and most began descending toward the planet. Devran managed to destroy four of the fighters, before he noticed one more heading straight towards him in a head-on course. Devran opened fire, as did the invader. 
Devran's shields held, but the molten projectiles hitting his shields blocked any forward vision he had. Then he felt a massive impact, like he slammed straight into a wall, nearly knocking him unconscious. His controls stopped responding to any input, and his ship began to slowly spin to the left. His engines then died, and all power shut off. Regaining his senses, he tried to restore the power to his fighter, but nothing he did had any effect. Looking out to the left, he saw why. The entire left side of his fighter was gone. A bright flash, and another jarring impact though less severe than the first. His ship began to spin a bit faster. He then looked forward and wished he didn't. The large asteroid ship was directly in front of him, spinning with the stars in his viewscreen, and it was getting larger every second. There was nothing he could do. No power, no control of his ship, no communication. The asteroid ship filled his entire viewscreen, still spinning. Devran saw he was heading straight for one of the large crevices the ships were emerging from. Then the spinning began to slow, and finally stop, though Devran's senses were still trying to adjust to a world not spinning. His fighter entered the crevice, and the wall looming in front of him opened like a gaping mouth. His ship entered the opening, and the wall closed again. His ship stopped and slowly settled to the ground. He was in a large cavernous room. The cavern was empty save for him and his ship. A small opening appeared in the wall directly in front of him, no bigger than the size of a dinner plate. He stared at the opening and then clutched at his ears as a high-pitched roar filled his head, seemingly from the inside. No matter how hard he pressed his hands to his ears, the sound just got louder and louder. Then everything went black.